Blog Talk Radio. Robbie Madera, the host of Diva Strategies for Success, where every day I am able to bring you a dynamic guest. I'm very excited. Today, our guest is Shelly Manoz, award-winning educator, actress, author, and so much more. Welcome, Shelly, to the show. Well, thank you so much. I'm so excited, like the theme song. This is wonderful. Thank you so much for having me as a guest. I'm happy to have you. Let me tell everybody of all the wonderful things that you do because it's amazing. <laughs> Fantastic. <clears throat> Thank you. Shelley is an award-winning educator, 20-year veteran of the classroom, staff development instructor, and university professor. Her numerous recognitions included, include being named Teacher of the Year twice and California Golden Bell Award winner twice. She has been privileged to teach science from 5th to 10th grade and has been chosen for many prestigious opportunities, such as Space Camp for Educators. Uh, that was Honeywell, Zero G's, with which, which was Northrop Grummer, NASA Ambassador and Maven Ambassador, Earthwatch Ambassador, National Geographic Educator, just to name a few. Shelley has authored several educational journals, is featured in the newly released NSTA STEM Challenges and Academic Success. She delivered conference keynotes, workshops, and presentations in 10 states, Asia, and Europe. She is a STEM consultant, educational literacy consultant for Digitels, and has appeared on numerous television shows and newscasts promoting literacy, science, education. STEM and is the founder of STEM Braced with Love, an educational outreach program that travels to orphanages throughout the world, inspiring all children to reach for their dreams. That email, if you want to check that out, is www.stembrace.weebly.com. Shelley's books include the newly released The Journey of the Dragonfly, You, Me, and the Kitchen Sink, The Joy of Single Parenthood, Shellabrations and Glitter Tunes, How to Manage Anything. She has been a contributing author for Sarah Ban Breathnetch, Peace yeah. and Plenty, where she is also a certified workshop leader for Simple Abundance and Peace and Plenty. Also, incredible stories of people giving back in their community. Shelley is a TEDx and TED-Ed coach and has helped many fulfill their dreams of becoming a TEDx speaker. She is blessed to say that their TEDx group was the only middle school selected to attend the TED Weekend New York and very prestigious honor. Lastly, Shelley is an actress, TV host, and producer. Currently, she is working on Turnover as a producer and actress that stars Donna Mills, her newest project, and as is making her directorial debut with the Academy Award-nominated at Enique, Enique Q. Diaz for a breath of time. 
She is a board member for the Show Low Film Festival. Shelley also has been a pageant enthusiast for the past 20 years. She has earned international, national, and local titles. She has also been a judge for newest pageant systems and worked closely with the Miss UA pageant as a fill-in judge for rehearsal. Shelley has been a director for state pageant and national pageant. Though currently retired from the pageant system to focus on acting, producing, and directing, she can honestly say that the skills she learned from this opened many doors of success she is currently enjoying today. So welcome, Shelley. I have some fabulous questions for you. Sure. One of the first questions is, can you tell me about being an educator for the past 25 years? Yeah, it sounds like I need to update my bio, right? It's been about 25 years altogether now. And I have to say, being an educator is such a wonderful opportunity. It is filled with awesomeness. I've had some of the greatest times in my life. I've also had some of the most difficult and hardest times in my life as well. Um, It is amazing to see in the past 25 years the kind of topsy-turvy roller coaster that education has taken. And all for the better, I I certainly do hope. I know now, uh, today while we're uh, talking, the coronavirus and we're on quarantine and teachers have all had to do a 360 real quickly or 180, I guess I should say, because it hasn't come all the way back around yet. Um, And I really commend all my teacher friends, all the teachers, and everyone who's really just, you know, we had a few moments notice as everybody. It wasn't like there was like um, any, we had no idea. It was Friday the 13th. I'll never forget it because it was on Friday the 13th. We had a few days, we had a few minutes of just, because I was in a meeting and we got the message from the district that something like 1.30 p.m. and at 3 o'clock the kids were out and we were, um, you know, that's where we just kind of had to put everything together. So um, this is unprecedented in education, I will say, though. But I just really wanted to say how amazing it's been of the flexibility in this unprecedented time that people have come together. For me, I've always been a science teacher, and I love, love, love science. I've always been a science geek. And um, so really in the last particularly 10, 15-ish years, I focused on STEM, and STEM stands for Science, Technology, Engineering, and Mathematics, because when you look at our kids today in high school, they say that 30 to 80% of the jobs that they will have have not even been created yet. So it's an arduous task to get kids prepared for a future that we're not really sure what their job's going to be because of the changing, and especially with this. I'm, I'm just so curious what changes we'll see with the um, this unprecedented time we're going through. That's amazing. What are some of your favorite accomplishments in education? Wow. Well, one, I guess the very most would be the kids. I absolutely love the kids. I've been so lucky to work with extraordinary young people. And I think that my most favorite accomplishment is always being able to kind of think outside the box, so to speak, to try to do things differently, not to fit into the norm. Because as our world changes, I think education needs to change. For me, where my biggest change as a teacher started is quite a few years back, I was accepted into the Honeywell program of the Space Teacher Program, and that is pretty much an um, astronaut training program. And from there, because I always wanted to be an astronaut, and <laughs> it kind of woke me up into what I really felt my true calling was. And so from there, 
I was able to do some work with NASA. I am a NASA, currently a NASA solar system ambassador. And all that really means is that I'm able to go speak at all different schools, colleges, um, sometimes even like Boy Scout, Girl Scout, all different types of programs. And I get um, a lot of amazing information from NASA that I'm able to share um, with the current, because there's so much, well, there was a whole lot of different things that were going on that were very exciting. And from there, um, I also was able to become a MAVEN ambassador, and I really was excited about that because MAVEN was an orbiter that was sent out to Mars to orbit around and really just do atmospheric types of data, but I was able to go teach all over the country on that. It was really amazing and exciting. And so, um, and of course, I'm an animal lover, and some of the things like with National Geographic and um, Earthwatch Institute, some of those amazing opportunities. Just the reason I love all of that is because I'm able to bring all of it into the classroom and, and, and share it with the kids and get them about all the different possibilities of what they can and, and can be and can do. And really, the world is at their fingertips. It's just they have to make a decision of who and where they want to study and, and go and so forth. How did you get into acting, producing, and can you tell us about the newly released Turnover? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Thank you. So I'm sure of the, the wonderful gift of age that – so when, like, when I read my bio, sometimes I'm like, oh, that's so funny. But, you know, for so many years, um, we, you, you, you build up a resume, and it's been amazing. And so when I was a Maven ambassador – there's a local TV show at the time with Dennis Nermella called Saturday Morning CEO. So I was able to be a guest on that particular show and, um, you know, talk about Maven and the awesome stuff that this orbiter was doing in Mars. And in that process, I became very good friends with them and was invited to be a guest co-host for the show. And I love, love, love that opportunity because I got to meet amazing people in our community that I would have probably never been able to have the opportunity to meet. And on one day, um, Stephen Savage, a director who, as in Idlewild, was a guest on the show. And lo and behold, it was like three weeks later, he was doing a workshop and invited me to come out to the workshop. And that is the door that opened everything for me. Um, from that workshop and learning to be an actress, I guess in some ways I've always had an interest. Um, I was in a pilot web series that he started called uh, Tucker's War, and that was a lot of fun. And it's just one door led to another to another. And it's amazing when you seek and you're really willing to work and learn and um, how many opportunities arose with that. But Turnover, now Turnover has been my biggest project. It was my first feature um, film that I was able to work on and be a producer on. Absolutely love, love, love the story. And I love it because of inclusion. The actors in it, there's such a variety of different cast actors, but we have actors with Down syndrome, actors who are deaf. Um, and so when we talk about inclusion in Hollywood, this was such a project that meant so much to me. And it's a family film. And I have to be honest, if you told me, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago, you'd be in a movie with Donna Mills, I'd be like, what? No way. And it was just all of the cast from every single person. It was the most amazing, wonderful, um, just really magical moment in my life. And I just love, love, love this movie. And if anybody would like to watch it, it is free right now on Amazon. So if you're an Amazon Prime member, I just Turn, type in turnover 
And we'd certainly appreciate a good review, especially in times right now where people may be feeling down. Everybody needs a good, feel good boozy. And I absolutely love that. And I worked on a short recently called Harmony. And it was a really important story about domestic violence and abuse. It has not been released yet, but it will be hitting the film festival circuit here very shortly. And though right now during this time I'm supposed to be filming something, uh, it's the, the name of the um, series is called It's Civil Unjusted. And it was, it's talking about just different kinds of civil things to bring attention and conversation. And so hopefully when all of this gets done, I'll be able to start filming on that as well. But the whole acting thing was something that was unintentional in many ways that just turned into be something fabulous. I do have to say the director of Turnover, Linda Palmer, has been incredible to work with, who's been very, very good to me. And one of the other things about Turnover I loved, it was a predominantly women um, director and producers. So there were definitely men, but the cast and the boom crew and most mostly women, it was incredible to have that opportunity. And she's been very good to me. And, you know, I've gotten commercials because of her and and some other opportunities. So all of that has been absolutely amazing. That's great. Can you tell us about STEM Braced and the work you are doing in Malawi? Yes, thank you. Um, So this is kind of my heart's passion. Because I love STEM and a teacher of STEM, science, technology, engineering, mathematics, I began to see many years ago that there just weren't many opportunities for low-income children or children that just don't have the regular educational um, facilities that most you know, that the kids in the United States have. So my son and I, and I had just gotten back from the Honeywell um, space camp that I had spoke about previously, and just so happened my son and I were going on a trip to China to work in an orphanage. And I'm like, you know what? I think I want to bring all of this stuff I just learned to the kids in China. And, you know, sometimes when we're so unexpected, that's where – something is born and that's where stem braced was born and so what stem braced is is a camp experience for kids and we do all kinds of different programs that deal with science technology engineering mathematics but we predominantly work in orphanages and very low income area to give kids a camp-like experience to let them so like for example in china the kids were taken out of the orphanage and we rented a hotel and we had a camp experience in the hotel. Absolutely fabulous. And that's where it was born. And through the years, my son and I have been able to travel all around the world to Indonesia, Japan, Guam, Haiti. But now as dreams manifest, our dream is to start a school in Malawi, Africa. I have a dear friend named Hastings who runs an orphanage that feeds anywhere, and this is an unbelievable number, anywhere from 400 to 900 orphans and widows on a daily basis. And the one thing about supporting him is that I always notice that they're just, it's such a task just to feed and get medical care that there isn't a school. So my son and I are currently working on um, starting a school in Malawi. And, and I, this has been a dream of mine since I've been a little girl. And it's really funny because when we're young, sometimes we don't realize the impact of little things that happen that manifest itself much, much, much many years later, I guess I'll say, because 
I think I was eight and I was sitting in church and I had no idea what this lady was talking about, though I know she must have been a, a missionary. But every so often after every paragraph, she would belt into like this operatic tune. I'm going to Africa. And she would just belt this tune out. And my whole life, I've always just, when, when things are stressful, my, my go-to funny is to, to sing, I'm going to Africa. And so for whatever reason, that has been planted in my brain since I've been like eight years old. And, of course, right thereafter, about that very same time, um, the documentary Roots was, was out. And all of that just made such an impact on me that somehow I knew in my life one day I would end up in Africa. And hence, 50-something years later, here we go. <laughs> so once Matthew graduates, um, we are currently in the process. So if anybody wants, my um, Facebook is Shelly. Munoz, and you can see some of the pictures of the school that's currently starting to be built. Of course, we all, we're going to be starting a massive funding, raising um, opportunities. Not not now, though. I know so many people right now with the coronavirus and the quarantines, we are all in a different boat right now. And I know that a lot of people are just concerned about getting to the next day, and, and I completely understand that. But that's the dream. Our next dream of Stembrace is actually um, opening our own school and to be able to um, house STEM different kinds of curriculum. And, of course, a lot of the programming will be um, skill sets that will be able to offer affordable um, ways for the kids and, or, and, and the widows to be able to make a sustainable income so that they can become more self-sustained. So that's my huge passion. I absolutely love it. I feel so blessed to be able to share my love of science, but with my love of kids. And um, though my son and I feel like each time we've traveled, we've made just like a little ripple. We're hoping that the school in Malawi is our great big ripple that will start a hurricane of awesomeness and, and make some really formidable change out there. That's good. Please tell us about your number one best-selling book, The Journey of the Dragonfly, Hearing God's Voice Among Chaos. Okay, so chaos. Chaos strikes all of us, I suppose. Um, I, I don't know too many people who have gotten through life without, you know, having to face some obstacles. And I found myself around 2008, as many people did, um, you know, financially the, the market had crashed and lost a, an incredible amount of money. Um, but also lost uh, my marriage and got divorced. And just it just seemed like every possible bad thing that could have happened to me happened to me all boom, 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 to the point where I was like, whoa, I, I just, I, I, I was a little beside myself and I found myself in a place of depression. And I felt like, man, I just, I've lived this life of trying so hard to give so much. And I just felt like everything that I had worked for had been taken from me. So oh, in my despair, I kept seeing a dragonfly. And, and to the point where I have the story in the book, when my son and I were in China, we had this amazing opportunity, like one of those opportunities where you don't even feel like you're on earth anymore. You feel like you're in a dream with these beautiful dragonflies and the kids. When I got back from China, um, this beautiful red dragonfly came and just sat next to me. I was out in the backyard doing some yard work, and it stayed with me all day, and it was the craziest thing. And then it was maybe three days later I found out a whole bunch of things that maybe at that time were incredibly difficult to find out. 
But through the process of getting from A to Z, I kept seeing dragonflies and I kept seeing dragonflies. And I'm like, all right, God, what is the deal with these dragonflies? And I feel like being science-minded that God's message to me was when we go through a hard time and despair, I kind of looked at the metamorphosis of a dragonfly's life, and we kind of have to go through those steps. We have to kind of go through the larva stage. It's in the mud, and it's dark, and it's dirty, and it's hard. And then we go through where it's getting ready to shed its wings. We've gone through the heart. We've learned the lesson, but then it sheds its exoskeleton. And I think when all of us are going through our times of tribulation and hardship, there has to be a time where we're willing to shed our old self to walk into our new self. And when we give ourselves those opportunities, that's when we get our wings and we're able to ascend into really the plan that I believe that God has for all of us. And that's what the book's about. It's a book of hope and courage that you will get through this hard time. Um, maybe a few pointers on how to focus and what to focus on so that you too can get to the other side. Because I know that we all have our uh, wings, so to speak, and that God is the wind beneath those wings. We just have to get through the process to get to that point. Are you working on a new book? I am. So the next book after Journey of the Dragonfly, it's more, Journey of the Dragonfly is is a little bit um, more serious. And I'm not a real serious person. So to kind of pour my heart out into the serious book, um, you know, it was it was a great release. But the amazing thing has been with that is when people say, wow, that really helped. And if it helps one person, it was worth the release. But I have to say it, and authors know this, once you write a book, it is the greatest weight off your shoulder. Everything, it, it was just the release that I needed and, and so forth. My next book, which is called Celebrations and Glittertudes, which I know is a really silly name, but it's about how I found my joy through the hardship. And so it's a book that deals a lot with happiness, how to find joy, and kind of get your groove back, so to speak. So I'm in the process of working on that. Um, I did plan on releasing it. Um, well, it was supposed to be in May. However, I'm going to wait until um, everything else gets more to a normal stance in society before I do that. But I absolutely love the book because it's fun and it's silly, but it's really happy. And I think it gives a lot of really, really good tools on implementing happiness back into your life after you've been through a really difficult time. Can you tell us about your YouTube channel, The Heart Song in the Valley? Yeah, so this has been something that was on my heart for many, many years. And and I don't know how many people are like me, but sometimes it takes me a while to get something started. And it did. It was one of those things that took a while. But Heart Song in the Valley, so what it is, is it's a uh, YouTube channel that we have guests that are ordinary people doing extraordinary things in the world. And so, you know, that is it, Mr. Rogers has that quote of when something hard happens that his mother told him, look around, you'll see the helpers. And I think that that's the main premise of the show is to look at the helpers and for these helpers to give advice on how ordinary people do such extraordinary things. So the guests, one of the guests, of course, from what I was talking about earlier, Hastings in Malawi, Africa, how does a regular man, and he's young, he's my son's age, I think think Hastings is 32 years old, take on such incredible responsibility 
And so it's looking at people who maybe something really bad happened to my friend Genevieve is going to be um, one of our guests next week. And she has done incredible things um, with trying to stop child labor marriage laws. So it's still legal for children anywhere as young as 12 to get married in the United States. Um, Another friend, Jenna, who has done a tremendous amount of work on sex trafficking. Um, I have a friend uh, named Cal who runs a, um, it's in Lebanon, and he runs a um, for Syrian refugees to help sustain and give them jobs. I have friends in Haiti. So the idea is these are just regular, ordinary people like you and me, but that step up and do such extraordinary things. And that's a show, and I just I love to be able to inspire others that they, too, have that voice and the strength to be able to do the same thing. Um, I want you to tell us about you, your children, and being a single parent, and also tell people how to get a hold of you. We're down to about five minutes left. Oh, okay. Well, I the, the highlight of my life when I talk, and I think I know we always talk about like wonderful things, but the best is most wonderful thing in my life are my kids. I have two boys. I have a son named Michael who's 33, and a son named Matthew who's 16. And being a single parent, though, I I really kind of thought about that during the time of the quarantine, that a lot of parents, you know, it's hard and it's it's a lot of stress, but just being able to share all of the things that I've been able to share when I talked about taking my son to all these different orphanages around the world and the adventures that we've shared. And I just really wanted to encourage other single parents out there who may be listening to keep pushing forth because our kids are our greatest gift. And they, when you're able to share, my son and I do the YouTube channel together. My son and I are actually writing a book together as well. And so as we have these amazing gifts of our children to be able to share in the walk of what we feel the most passionate about in life and to share that out with them and everyone else. So my son, my 16-year-old son, is absolutely thrilled about the school in Malawi. He hopes to, after he graduates, to actually go and work there for a while. So there's a lot of um, all of it coming together into fruition. So how can people get in touch with you and your website? Okay, so if you're interested in STEM Braced or helping with the school in Malawi, that web address is STEM Braced um, at Weebly.com. Of course, I'm on Facebook, which is Shelly Shelley A. Munoz. And through Facebook, you'd be able to find all the different links to the school you're building in Malawi, STEM Braced. Um, the different movies on turnover. And please, 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 if you are bored in any way, shape, or form, please go on Amazon and watch Turnover. I promise it's just such a feel-good, happy movie. It's made everyone really happy who's watched it. So those would be the greatest ways to get in touch with me. That's wonderful. Well, it was wonderful to have you as a guest today. I so appreciate the time. Thank you. Such great information. Um, uh, her, her last name is spelled M-U-N-O-Z, so it's Shelly, S-H-E-L-L-Y, M-U-N-O-Z. So, uh, and again, what is that website? www.stembraced.weebly.com. 
And I'm really excited to share that information with anyone. But, Robbie, I want to say how much I admire you, and I thank you so much for this opportunity. And thank you for all the work that you do, empowering so many people out in our community. So thank you and bless you for all that you do. And bless you, too, and thank you again. Thank you, Robbie. 